I want to talk to you guys about True Wild. Their handcrafted, high-quality, all-natural ingredients will be the fuel your body needs for your next adventure. Check out their new Beets Nitric Oxide Booster, the newest True Wild product that plays a vital role in cardiovascular health and increased stamina. Use promo code 15WILDWALL, that's 15WILDWALL for 15% off, truewild.com, T-R-U-W-I-L-D.com, the supplement company from the wild for the wild. Stay wild. We were also brought to you by Surefire CPR. If you're a healthcare provider in the greatest Southern California area and are looking to make some extra cash, look no further. Join the Surefire CPR family and help save lives by teaching life-saving skills to members of the community with all different backgrounds. With flexible scheduling and offices in Riverside, Orange, and in Los Angeles counties, Surefire can accommodate your busy schedule. Apply now at surefirecpr.com and join the team. So not only do I have my week, but um, one of our viewers, the one I showed you from Canada, we were chatting. Canada? Before. Yeah. Which one was that? Um, well, it's her name is Shannon. Shout out to Shannon. She works out of Vancouver. So oh, BC. shit. Yeah. Um, and we were just kind of chatting back and forth the differences between EMS systems and then um, I guess I have a little staffing crisis, I guess I would call it. Oh, yeah? If you thought... There's a lot going of that going around for us. Well, if you thought like our system was bad, you know, like, oh, we hold the wall for like, you know, two hours, three hours, whatever. Um, we were, I was trying to get to the heart of it, but not sure since it's like a nationalized healthcare and I might be using the wrong terminology, but nationalized ambulance system, ambulance service. Oh, okay. They don't have private or contracted to augment the system. So if they're short staffed, they're short staffed. Mm. So I think they, they only have like six ALS units and they they run in Vancouver. Well, it's it's like a tiered response and there they have a PCP primary care paramedic and an ACP advanced care paramedic. So as a PCP, it's almost like their version of an EMT intermediate, but okay. it sounds like they have a bigger scope since they are the primary first responders. But their wall times, because of their staffing, they're, she's like, we're holding the wall for like nine hours. I was like, nine hours? Oh, oh man. That sounds like uh, one of the a- AMR uh, counties I used to work at. It was horrible. Like, we'd run like sometimes two, three calls in a shift because we'd just be holding the wall the rest of the time. Really? It's so I, stupid. I don't think I've had to hold the wall that much in a 911 system. I've had to do it for IFT. I had to, with a patient on oxygen, hold the wall for, I think, nine or 10 hours Oof. i didn't get off it i was off seven hours after the end of my shift Dude. and then they're like oh it was like three or four in the morning they're like all right so i'll see you back at seven i was like i oh, know I'm, I'm not no. gonna be there because i have to have an hour <laughs> drive home and then i'd have an hour drive back or like hour and a half at, yeah. for, at that and i was like no i'm I, you can go ahead and just take me off the schedule like I, i'm not gonna be here do that's a nut yeah i was like fuck you yeah so like nine hour call times level zero for how long right but like they don't have private ambulance companies they don't contract with and you know i even had to kind of explain like ift versus fire based ems versus private cuz they don't have that out there and they're like yeah we have one ift company and they're not even 24 hours so they can't even augment how weird yeah it's weird so i was like dude this is a problem that like right like national healthcare versus 
uh, would you like competitive right yeah it was actually kind of funny i was i was just talking about this yesterday with one of the guys at work one of the big benefits for us is that we get lifetime medical and i was we were talking about that and i was like you know that's good it's great for now yeah but in the future we have to see the writing on the wall like universal healthcare is going to happen like we're the only first world nation that doesn't right. have universal health care for its citizens and uh, one of the guy was talking about like oh how terrible of an idea it would be i was like well that's not the plan the plan isn't just to wipe out all competition with physicians it's yeah. to have a universal health care for everybody who can who needs it and then if you can afford it you can do supplemental insurance right. on top secondary of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so well, we had a, I had a traveling nurse I met that was from Vancouver as well. You know, I swear my memory is better than what I actually remember. But right. I'm pretty sure the gist of it was, you know, because she's traveling and taking contracts in the U.S., universal health care was good to an extent when you're healthy. But then I think she had a sister that died through universal health care because she had cancer. And then there was this long waiting list to see an oncologist, mm-hmm. right? That's like the con of... yeah, Because, you know, she can't take get a second opinion somewhere and Fuck. stuff like that. No competing. I guess, I don't know, competing is appropriate... Yeah, and then there's also no real big advancements. There's yeah. no, like, you're not going to find the best surgeon in Canada. It's going to be in America where they can make the most money, you know? Yeah. So there's there's pros and cons, but... but uh, Let's go back. We're, it's been, like, over a month. I haven't seen you in, like, almost two months, maybe. Yes. Long so time. here, I guess, uh, welcome to another episode of Holding Wall. What's this one up? is going to be a quick one because this is my one day off between a 96 and a 72 my girlfriend decided to plan everything on this one day so <laughs> i only have a, a couple minutes and i'm but, not off i'm in between a 12-hour shift so <laughs> yeah so you need some sleep so we're not gonna this is gonna be a quick one uh kind of just catching up uh guys on what we're we've been up to and why we've been kind of been absentee hosts so for me the two we two months prior i've been taking a shitload of classes i don't know if we talked about that last time i think we were able to squeeze no, I made then? a I made a post about it, but no, we never really addressed it. Oh, okay, so I took um, three company officer classes. I took uh, um, inspections and investigations. I took um, all risk management. It's pretty much just like doing scene size ups for different hazards, fires, commercial fires, um, MCIs, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the last one was a wildland uh, management class. So it's just kind of it's company officer series. So. Just kind of learning how to be a captain, how to do stuff like that. Granted, I'm not there yet, but there's a paid incentive when I get that certificate. So mm. that's why I've been taking all these classes. And then uh, the other one was an engineering class. There's uh, two classes for engineering. It's uh, operator, apparatus operator, and then pumping. Okay. So it's driver operator 1A, 1B. So I was just taking the second class, and that will make me eligible to take the next engineer's exam. So that's why I was doing it. But amongst all that, I was doing like trades and vacation and and where I was fitting these classes in between my like other shifts. So I'd be like a 72 and then this five day class that's all day. And then all of a sudden a 96 and it was just fucking miserable. So my last two months were super busy. And then this month uh, I did a 96. Then I went on vacation and climbed a mountain. Um, Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Went out and climbed Mount Shasta, got my second 14,000 foot mountain. So that was really cool. But then it went right back into a 96. Like the day I went home, I, I went turned a 96 the next day. So uh, I have this one day off, and then it's uh, 72, two days off, and then another 96. So now is that. Uh, I'm, I'm tired. Are you, are you picking up those? So, uh, speaking of personnel and staffing yeah. problems, um, because of COVID, most fire departments were on um, uh, hiring holds. So when we had 
people retire and promote up or guys leave for other departments because we're a small department. Most, some guys will want to leave for bigger departments. The grass is always greener, you know? So, uh, we're six firefighters down right now, plus an injury. So I'm actually currently working on this, uh, schedule for July with to try to fill all the openings without getting too many mandatories. Mm Mm-hmm. 89 openings in one month 89. that like the 14 firefighters have to try to fill between us wow. 89 it's it's too many like if each person picked up six overtime shifts it still would be more except every firefighter in the department yeah picked up six overtime shifts. Mm-hmm. what the heck yeah this will be extra so, okay, how big is it because it's three shifts right mm-hmm so there's i'm trying to think so at any given time how many personnel are staffed it's gonna be 14 personnel that should be staffed we're currently staffing for uh 12 and because of this lack of personnel mm-hmm. they haven't been backfilling vacancies uh so if somebody if there's a vacancy on the engine they just leave it a 2-0 engine which is crazy Whoa. so when i was in these classes yeah. they're like oh what's your staffing for that you'd get for a fire i tell them i was like currently we're doing two engines. So everybody's like, what? Like, <laughs> lose their minds. People are like, are you, oh my God, are you okay? Like, what's going on? That's that's nuts. Yeah. It's like unacceptable in the fire service. Like, uh, it's like just straight that, up unsafe. I had that patient when like the county went to medic school in, when they were still, when they weren't, what was before? Before the current. Before then, that's... Was it just CDF? CDF is the oh. same thing. Yeah, he was saying the same thing. He's it's like, yeah, back in the day, we were just like two engines and it'd just be like, first to show up. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like, How's that work? <laughs> But it was different, you know. That's, yeah. that's a long time ago. There's less people. There's less dynamic fires. I, I don't know. It's just it, yeah. so it's fucking crazy right now. So um, they're going to put our staffing back to normal, but because of that, that's two openings every shift, every day, plus vacations, injuries, and the hit is the shit. engines are taking the hit, not like the rescue or the truck or anything like that. Uh, yeah. So the engines were downstaffed. Usually we have three O personnel yeah. on the engines, but then now we have. Uh, 2-0 currently so they're going to implement normal staffing july 1st and it just opened up a ton Dang. yeah so uh if i thought i was busy in june i'm not i'm gonna i'm even busier in july with Holy overtime crap. and most likely august because they just put out the flyer for hires like a week or two ago so they still have to go through the interview process the background process the training and then they can finally hit the floor hopefully fingers fucking crossed by like end of september Dang. So the next three months are going to be probably kind of brutal, I think. Are, they, are you guys hiring lateral? Don't look me up on Transparent California because <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be <laughs> Maybe pretty Maybe I good. will. <laughs> now, at the end of the year, I'm like, ooh. It hurt, but it was going to be... It was yeah, nice. yeah. Dang, that's crazy. So yeah. anyways, while you're doing that, I guess luckily, coincidentally, the time coincided. I took an eight-week statistics class so I could start my bachelor's program. Yeah. Barely survived that. But So boring. Dude, so It's so boring. Dry. So I took it at my the the four year i went to the teacher was very nice she was a big old sweetheart but she was extremely thai and had like a thick (laughs) thai accent and uh if i wasn't staring at her face and like watching her mouth so like i could interpret what she was saying dude i didn't know what the fuck she was talking about it was so (laughs) it was brutal so like you it was one of those classes i was like i always got a cup of coffee beforehand so yeah. i just like sit there and stare at her she had to think i was a creep because like i was like always paying way too much attention so Dude, like, okay. that was almost the same because it was like we had to read the chapters ourselves but i couldn't even like oh there's big sigma or little whatever p hat and then we had to watch this video from like the 80s and that's where most of the lecture was from and then i had to figure out how to do these two tests and then at least those ones were like you just did was it, it till you got test t test uh 
How do you never remember that? I, you t- I took that like five years ago. That was no, my, I did. That was my I, first math class in ten years when I when I took it. That's, I, that's how I feel. I went to uh, I took a math class early in junior college, and then I also went through, went through all my fire training, my yeah. medic training. And I worked for a while, and I was like, oh, fuck, I need a bachelor's. Yep. And when I went back, I, that was like when the first class I took, and I was like, oh my god, I don't know any of this shit. That's how and I felt too. I was also too. old. Um, anyways, so I have that. I think I'm gonna push off my BSN until fall and try to just pick up a cert in between. So, what cert? Uh, I'm thinking CEN, which is uh, certified emergency nurse. Okay. So it's just another credentialing course, but another tangent. I found like a book called like the Flight Nurse Bible, uh, which basically kind of had all the information that I kind of knew, but put it in a like A to B concise. Yeah, concise way of how to tackle steps towards becoming a flight nurse. Oh, cool. And a lot of it was like you need your BSN, you need all your all these like certs. So like TNCC was one that I already took, uh, CEN, Certified Emergency Nurse. They want all the advanced stuff. CCRN, Critical Care Nurse. Uh, CTRN, um, which is Critical Transport Nurse. Formerly, that was what, CCTRN or something? Mm-hmm. Anyways. And then like your CFRN. And okay. then they have like, adv- there's, dude, there's so many, there's so many alphabet. Like, Good Lord, yeah. Yeah, yeah eight, uh, ATRN, which is like Advanced Trauma Nurse and... I don't even remember. Jesus. But like the big ones are the CEN and CCRN. But the CEN from a coworker that used to be a EMT said, he said it was fairly easy because it blends EMS with nursing. So he didn't find it as hard as like some of the other nurses that only have nursing background. Mm. So I picked up a like a practice test book and I'm trying to tackle that before I start my bachelor's. Nice. But yeah, that's it. Well, Mercy Air came out. I know. I saw that. Two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How uh, was that? I did one on B shift, one on C, uh, C shift when I was working overtime. <clears throat> How were they? Cool. I want to. Yeah, I wanted to ask. They're nice. Um, the nurse seemed very knowledgeable. Very. She like this little quirky, um, <laughs> but she was nice and she just seemed to really like it. It looked fun. It man. It, it kind of was like, oh man, that'd be kind of like a fun side gig, but. I don't know. It's heavy on the EMS shit. <laughs> I think I just try to stick to this and try to eventually make money off of this thing. But. What did they um, What did they go through? Or like, what do they teach you guys? Because they've been going so, around, right? Our old company, they did a couple in services with them and yeah, the, the new fire department. Right. Um, they actually came out just for landing zone training. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, it was real quick. Like, how to reach them using Calcord. It's line of sight. Just like some basic things they're looking for. LZs. Um, hazards they're looking for. Gotcha. How to operate around a helicopter, that kind of shit. Oh, okay, okay. Nothing crazy. Let us look around. Um, I guess uh, Mercy Air compared to Reach is the only one in the um, the state that's you operating with um, blood, which is... Blood products? Yeah, which oh. has been super beneficial for like trauma patients. That's At least that's what the nurse was saying. Is it pilot, a pilot study? Or no, they're, they're the only ones just... That's like, they just, they oh. just have a good way of ordering it and operating it and turning it over. So they have oh. it for three weeks and they... Or it's more, and then give it off to di- sell it off to a dialysis center, so it's not wasted. It's all it's a, oh, a lot of weird stuff that goes with it. So but yeah, it was interesting. So you can come uh, give our pre- presentations when you get picked up. Yeah, give me a couple of years. I just realize it's not a it's a marathon, not a race. So give me like a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, with, the, with the, the twenty different certs that you yeah. Inside, uh, yeah, talked yeah. about exactly. Um, getting uh, are you looking at phone for calls? Yeah, I was just gonna tell me, break, t- tell me what uh, cool shit you ran. Let's see. You want me to screen it, or should we just go from top to bottom here? Hey, you follow your heart. I don't if you got know. some good ones. Go for it. We have some good. I have a couple where I really felt like a real CCT nurse, um, but there's some stuff that I encountered uh, in the ER. Oh, 
I like this one. So we had a fifty one fifty come in with the uh, the chippies, mm-hmm. and just like chippies, yeah, and just you know uh, defiant, refused to get on the gurney. I think they found her just driving erratically, alert and oriented to the orientation questions, but just just off, right? And so we almost had to four point her and like do a code gray in the hospital, but we were able to coax her into the gurney. And I was working triage, so I didn't get to see the back end of it. But then I started hearing that she ended up having a brain bleed. Oh, shit. Yeah. But but she was like ambulatory and like, yeah, A&O, just like off. And everything else was fine. Like negative tox, negative alcohol, and uh, no previous like psych history. But like, yeah, she got brought in on a 5150 and ended up being a brain bleed. And we're like, Ooh. whoa. I thought that was just interesting. Yeah. How old? Oh, I didn't write that down. Oh. Um, I would say. Youngish? Yeah, our age or younger. Our age? Or younger. Yeah, that's what I, I would say. Yeah, age are, is all relative, huh? <laughs> I still feel young, okay? <laughs> oh, I had like a good like CCT transport where I was like, okay, I really feel like a CCTner. So, oh. Yeah, I had just a, been doing some like... Uh, I had an hour transport okay. from down south, like level two trauma, and we had to go... And then we had to go to like a level one, and it was an hour drive to uh, a burn center um, close to where we... Used to work in yep. post. Yeah. So this dude, uh, he was 30 years old, like a road rage incident, riding his motorcycle, rear-ended, and then dragged unknown amount of time. Right? So I found this. I found him. He was. Uh, he had an elbow fracture that was externally fixated, had a right pneumo with a chest tube, a bunch of road rash. So the road rash was so bad, he had to go to burn center for like Jeez. wound care, for deep treatment. Uh, they intubated him. He was on propofol, fentanyl, and then he had a wound vac going to that elbow fracture. And so, oh, yeah, I transported him with on propofol and fentanyl and all that stuff. And, like, dude, my two EMTs were, like, you know, it's weird being, like, the shoe on the other foot where it's, like, you show up and, like, oh, my God, the nurse is here. And I was, like, what do you mean, dude? Like, you know. Yeah. And they're, like, oh, this guy looks really sick. I was, like, yeah, he is pretty sick. And they're, like, I've never seen that before. I don't know how to move this guy. I was, like, dang. <laughs> and then you, you put on that, like, okay, all right, man, so here's what we're going to do. The main thing is you got to watch out, you know, make sure you keep the chest tube below the chest or whatever. Uh-huh. And, you know, just having to organize everything down to what side we're going to move them on and what a basic to level yeah, for them to yeah. grasp and but i mean and like he wasn't like it's the part like a vegetable like he wasn't like one of my vented gotcha. patients that was like yeah. going to like you know um like a kindred going to kindred to yeah. slowly die yeah, exactly so like we moved him over and um he'd wake up to like deep stimulus mm-hmm. so then had to give him like a prn dose of like fentanyl and you know it really felt like i had to like i only had to titrate once just to keep him comfortable for the ride right like he but was fine some, some managing there there was some managing like he's fine there but then like the gurney's not comfortable we're going 65 miles an hour on the freeway there's bumps there's every little thing's waking him up so so i was like all right let's just up this and i'll snow you with this and then we'll get you <laughs> to a nice like transport sedated level so i mean that was cool. And then the way we operate CCTs, it's almost just like a medic unit. So I'm, it's only me in the back. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, some people aren't comfortable. Were the other two just like driver's training or something? What's So they call that hybrid at my company. And huh. so they were just both uh, fucking playing grab ass in the front. <laughs> really? And they got lost twice on the way there. So I had to manage that, which was like just my internal clock. I was like, I feel like we should hit the junction by now. And so we exited. He missed the freeway to head south towards the hospital. Yeah. Exited, made a U-turn. And I was like, okay, 10 more minutes. And then like, you know, your internal clock, you're trying to get your last set of vitals, package them up. I got to print out a EKG strip because we we don't have Bluetooth capabilities yet. Mm. And I was like, we should have been here by now. And then I look and we're like way south. And I was like, where are we going? And I was like, hey man, um, I think you're on the wrong freeway. He's like, no, 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 I'm where, on where the- Where were you at? What's that? What freeway? 
were you on? I was going to head. He was driving to the school, not the hospital. Oh, what an idiot. Yeah. So basically, we were almost, I think we were passing your area here. And I was like, hey, man. I would have been pissed. Yeah. Well, I would have too if if he was stable and like I was just, I'm always like the nice guy, right? Trying to be the nice guy. And I was just like, hey, man, I think you're going the wrong way. And he's like, no, 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 we're we're going. We're on the, we're on whatever. And I was like, no, man. And he's like, no, I've been here before. I was like, hey, man, I live out here and I used to work out here. Just make sure, you know, I understand you don't come into this county that often, but make sure you're not going to the school. And he's like, there was this pause. Oh, dude, I am so sorry. This and that. So exited, rerouted, another 10 minutes. <sighs> but I was like, dude, like, come on. There's two of you fucking idiots up yeah, there. Yeah, you can't yeah. figure this out. Yeah. So Lord. another 10 minutes and then that was fine. And then dude, I was just like, you know, he was fine, stable enough. But I was like, dude, if I had some like time sensitive, like medication or something, I'd like piss. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was that, but that was cool. Just felt I had to titrate some stuff. Oh, I had this crazy patient. This would be a good one. Walked in. You know, she was wearing a mask, but like her gait was kind of unstable. She actually ended up leaning against the triage window and like balancing herself with that. So then opened the door. And I was like, you know, are you here to check in? And then like just this garbled, slurred speech. And I was like, oh, what? What's going on? And then so then she's like, oh, I'm having an allergic reaction. But are you? <laughs> so then she oh, she takes off her mask and she had total like, so she had droop and a lip swelling. And then, um, what do you call it? Yeah, so she had allergic reaction plus ataxia, plus slurred speech, plus facial droop. And we actually worked her up as allergic reaction and a co-stroke. Which one was she? Or was she both? She was both. Okay. That's how I was like, was she... I've crazy. never seen an allergic reaction from no, no. That she was having stroke like symptoms. She was know? having both, and that even sucks. the doctor was like, "That's crazy." But that's just bad. That's a bad fucking day. Yeah. Um. And then it was really crazy because I mean, she was alert, alert oriented. Um. They wanted to to do TPA, and she refused. Why? Um. No, honestly, I know you gave me that eye roll that they can't see, but um, she weighed the risk and benefits. Like I was talking to the primary nurse, and he was talking to her, and she's like, you know. She really felt that she could live with these deficits and that the risks of like TPA, you know, because they say bleeding and death and all this other stuff. Yeah, so but it's super low. Like what, 3%? Yeah. She actually, you know, took it into consideration and said, no, I could probably live with this. Let me rephrase this. that. You can live like this for the rest of your life or, or you have a 97% chance of being okay, bitch. Like, jeez. Yeah. Uh, whatever. So, Teach their own, I guess. But yeah, that was crazy. Enjoy your fucked up face. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we have to... Uh, uh, any more good ones? I have to. We have to. No, no. Up. Um, what about you? I so I was having a discuss, discussion recently where like we don't get to intubate as much, mm-hmm. um, just because we have CPAP and so beneficial for our patients who are near that respiratory failure and it kind of prevents them from. Dude, I hadn't gotten an intubation in like six, seven months or something. I finally got one last uh, rotation. It was nice. It was like nice and easy with full rest. Um, but you're using. Uh, video laryngoscopy now too right so did they- i did and she had some secretions oh, okay. i was like oh, i'm just gonna go old-fashioned nice um and it was it worked out fine but what i did forget what to use was um <clears throat> we'd had this class with the flight mm-hmm. flight medic but he's a really really smart guy and uh shout out to you chris i know you listen sometimes uh <laughs> about using the bougie and how it increases uh uh-huh. your success rates and stuff right and like as soon as i was done i was like fuck, I forgot to use the bushy. I wanted to see how that went. <laughs> um, so I, sorry, I didn't use it. I'm going to try it next time. And then we had a, uh, so it was like a typical full rest. She ended up co- uh, dying. We pronounced her on scene, but mm-hmm. yeah, nothing crazy. I just got the innovation I was excited about. And then uh, we had a guy who got stabbed in the butt. <laughs> that was weird. 
yeah, so he had initially called like went to a like a denny's yeah and has the um, employees call and he was like ah fuck this i'm out so he rode his bike over to a liquor store got a steel reserve and by the time we were there he had drank half what the- we're like what's going on he's like oh i got stabbed in the ass man <laughs> so we look and sure enough it was like a pretty it was a full thickness puncture wound to right near his uh butt crack like, oh wow. right on the cheek but like pretty deep so yeah. we're like, oh, you need to go to the hospital dude and uh so we sit him down he like grabs his beer and starts chugging he's like let me just finish this real fast <laughs> and the chief's there and he was like oh okay i'm like no 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 so that's <laughs> enough of that and i grab it and i pour it out and he's like what i was like you're gonna let him chug his beer before going to the hospital he's like oh i thought it was an energy drink i was like no <laughs> like, oh jesus and then uh there's a couple other good calls but that's my fucking time i need to get ready all right man all right buddy um the next one we will talk i I really want to get somebody to talk about um uh soft skills for that uh, australian listener who was asking us to go over that topic which one oh dude i forgot what reese wanted us to talk about uh soft skills just just talking to patients and oh giving them hard information and and kind of navigating the the discussion aspect of things so i'll find a good guest for that and we'll get back to you on the next one uh hopefully when i have a little more time but yeah we appreciate your guys' uh consistency that's the right <laughs> word loyalty I don't loyalty know. yeah we appreciate your guys' loyalty quick but, tangent didn't do it in the beginning of the show but shout out to mike he's a real minor medic now or whatever i gotta post that picture he said oh yeah i forgot to even post a picture of your uh maybe, maybe we can record wednesday when he's in town i know i'm working i'm only i have a monday off and that's it so it doesn't line I'm up again but uh official minor medic moses started nursing school this, oh shit this week so no Congrats, more Moses. no more cowboy medic i told him for now yeah doctor's orders from here on out man no, oh, more, no more cowboy shit dude he's gonna hate it <laughs> all right guys um, we'll catch you on the next one yep see ya bye all right thank you for listening to holding the wall like us at youtube instagram or itunes feel free to contact us at holding the wall at gmail.com or dm us at instagram at holding the wall thank you to our sponsors and support us on patreon for extra content Hope to see you soon. Toodaloo, motherfuckers.